Uh, I'll start at verse 2, Matthew 4 and 2. So, uh, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Therefore, Satan came to, to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Um, I'm going to pray really quick before I start speaking. Um, dear Father God, I come to your name with Jesus, Lord, and I just thank you for this great night, Lord. Thank you for all these students here, Lord. Thank you for protecting them, Lord, and um, camping their angels, their individual angels around them, Lord, protecting them from harm, from evil, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that they can um, come to school and get a great education and ones that aren't in school, Lord. Thank you for bringing them here safe and sound and I just want to thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to preach your word, and I just thank you for everyone here, and I just pray that everyone can um, get this message, Lord. I pray they get it deep down in their spirit, Lord, and, and receive it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so I got to tell you guys a little bit about me. I am not from Iowa. I am from Georgia, so yeah, I'm going to come back to that, but I'm originally from Georgia. I I uh, lived there. My father's in the military, so I gotta paint this picture for you guys so that way I can see, so I can show you guys where I'm going um, with this. So tell you guys a little about myself. So yeah, like I was saying, I'm originally from Georgia. My dad, my stepdad was in the military, so uh, um, he met my mom in Missouri. So I'm I'm originally from Missouri. I know I'm gonna have a lot of originals in like in my in the sentence but um but yeah I'm I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I lived there. I was born there and I lived in St. Louis till I was about 6 and yeah, my mom and my stepdad, he was in the military and we we moved around to several different places. We lived in Texas, I lived in Dallas and I lived in uh pretty much lived in Dallas for 2 years. Um I lived in Ohio, lived in Dayton, Ohio for 3 years. I I was there from about, I say, fifth to seventh grade, and then we moved to Georgia, and Georgia at first really wasn't all that fun. I know most people, when, I t when they see my license plate, they're still Georgia tags, and people are always like, why are you still in Iowa? I'll be in Georgia right now. Like, Georgia is the best or something like that. I always get that all the time. I literally get people who will follow me. If they're behind me and they're going to the same place, they'll be like, hey, you're from Georgia. I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, they give me that line. I get that line quite a bit. Um, but uh, it's very, very funny. But, um, but yeah, I moved to a lot of different places. And I didn't grow up in church at all. My family really, well, my stepdad, which is, you know, he's the man of the house. So we never went to church growing up. And he really didn't believe in that. So, yeah, we didn't really go to church. And we didn't really um, get that opportunity me and my brother, I have a brother that's 29, and um, yeah, it was very, uh, very different now that I'm a Christian, but I'm going to come back to that also. Um, but yeah, you guys are probably wondering how I got to Iowa. Well, I got to Iowa because I was uh, playing football here at Iowa Central. I got recruited, and football wasn't a route I would want to go for college. Football was only, it was fun, but I didn't think I would ever play it in college because I, you know, playing in Georgia, Georgia is such a big high school, like, sports-wise, like, in the South, like, they just, like, 
are like eat, sleep, and breathe like sports. You name it. Like they are. Uh, yeah, they uh, really just love that sports. And um, <laughs> somebody's snapping me. Um, <laughs> right in the middle of my service, I'm not telling that. But um, but yeah. So it was definitely not a route I wanted to go. I I originally thought I was going to go into the military, and because my dad was in the Navy, so you know that's pretty much all I knew in my life, and. Um, most of you know I'm a I I like to skateboard. Well, not all of you, some of you. So yeah, a lot of you, a lot of them know that I probably could be the greatest skateboarder of all time if I invested more time into it. But yeah, well, I'll come back to that too. <laughs> but um, but anyways, yeah, the whole football thing it was it was really fun in high school, and I got better as I um, as I got older. Definitely something I. I started to really have a passion for. I didn't think I would ever have that because I despised it pretty much my whole life. Um, yeah, so I think it's uh, because of my coaches. I had a lot of – most of my coaches out of public school had Christian coaches, so they were very uh, adamant about the Lord. Like literally during – after practice, they, we would have like an altar call because I had multiple um, players on my team that dads were pastors, so we would have – altar calls that during after practice and yeah it was it was that and like people say that just because you know I'm in the south you know a lot of people it's a lot of you know people believe in God and a lot more people believe in God down there but I don't know I think it's it was just weird me being in that situation but long story short I just believe that uh had my coaches really sowed in my life they really sowed seeds and um as I got to Iowa and, and uh, I came up here for a visit and I don't know, just something about it just it just clicked in me. I was like, yeah, I think Iowa is the place for me, even though I had all my friends make fun of me. They're like, what is in Iowa? Why do you want to go to Iowa and play there? Like, Iowa is probably, like, the most boringest place, like, ever. Obviously, you guys are most of them for Iowa, so that is definitely an insult. It's definitely not, like, super boring. Don't get me wrong. I know there's times, but for the most part, I really like Iowa. Iowa is really cool. Um I met a lot of great people here, and I definitely give them a lot of crap for <laughs> calling out Iowa and saying it's terrible. So, yeah, I really like it here. And um, being here, playing football, is uh, really what got me saved. Um, so when I got here to Iowa Central, I uh, didn't really know anybody until – I uh, met a friend of mine, his name was David, he played on the football team, his name was David Colbert, and uh, he was a Christian, and give you this little story, I remember the first time he would come to our room, because at the time I lived in 15, and 15 was an honor dorm then, and uh, um, he would come to our room, and uh, so I know since I've been here, I was known for wrestlers, so unfortunately when you get a lot of boys riled up who want to play football, somehow they still want to wrestle. And so I'm not all that big of a wrestler. And and uh, I remember they were going to wrestle my friend David. And uh, he was like, David, man, I'm going to kick your butt. And David was like, you can't kick my butt. I got my angels camped around me. What are you going to do about it? And everybody just, like, looked down with, a, like, an awkward look. And they all just bust out laughing because, like, he said, you know, it's, <laughs> it's something like that. You guys were supposed to laugh. My goodness. <laughs> Too late. No, nope, missed it. Um but yeah, that was really that was like the funniest thing ever. We just bust out laughing because it was like, what angels do you got camped around you? You're about to get thrown on the ground by like this two-time state like wrestler we have in our room. So get ready. <laughs> but but that was a pretty funny story. But long story short, um, David was 
he was a Christian, obviously, and uh, David really uh, grew up in the Word of God. His family was, his parents were faith-believing people, and uh, um, he invited me to go to church, I think, our second, my second week, Al Central, and uh, no, it was like, probably like my fourth week Al Central, and I ended up getting saved at Hope my second week, and that's another story for that. Uh, we didn't usually go to Hope at first when they were at the, um, on the campus here because uh, my coaches said that Hope was a Jehovah Witness church. So we never, so, so we never went to Hope. We're just like, oh man, like you know, we don't know anything, so we just believed, and so we went to New Covenant and um, down the street there, right behind like 15 and stuff. So it was cool, but it just wasn't for us. And eventually, we we were like, let's see if it's really a Jehovah Witness church. Obviously, we're college, we were college students at the time, so like, who wants to walk all the way to New Covenant every Sunday? So like, yeah, let's just go check out that church and see if it's actually a Jehovah Witness church or not. So, and uh, which it wasn't. I'm thankful because I ended up getting saved there when I was 19 years old. Um, and yeah, that drastically changed my life. And and uh, through that, I met Zach. I met, obviously, my friend David. I met a lot of people that still go to that church. And I'm really thankful for them because they really steered my life, especially a kid that didn't grow up in church. Um, I had no direction really in life. You know, I was just depending on sports, you know, how most people, a lot of people do. When they come here out of Central, they think they're going to get on the big stage and make all the big money. But sadly, that's not the case. So I'm really thankful for the people I had in my life who really um, um, really brought my head, my big head down back to earth because obviously I'm not there. <laughs> and I'm really thankful for that. But uh, yeah, I, I met Zach and I met um, a lot of people. And, and also um, Chi Alpha too. I was there for, with Zach. Or with uh, Well, I don't know about the first Chi Alpha, but I was there in the beginning of it. And that was really fun. I really liked um, Chi Alpha. Chi Alpha definitely... Uh, grew me a lot, especially being around a bunch of believers, especially when as I was um, a very new to the Christian faith. So that was definitely something that really changed my life. And um, yeah, when my, my friend David, um, like I said, he was definitely a really, he was like, a, I felt like he was like a Bible scholar at like 20 years old. This guy could like really recite, like you name it, like James, Ephesians, like the chapters, like by heart, and um, he was really, uh, really a good influence on me because he really taught me the word. He really taught me how to, uh, yeah, how to apply the word to my life. Because you know, I feel like being Christians, a lot of people who uh, get saved, they don't get discipled. They don't. Um, no one teaches them how to read the word. So if they don't get taught the word, they won't live a Christian lifestyle because no one will ever, because they don't know how to live it. So I was really thankful for him teaching me the word of God, teaching me how to apply it to my life, teaching me how to um, live that lifestyle. And yeah, my question for you guys is, like, I, I pray and hope that you guys have influences like that too in your life. Um, if you don't, I would definitely have an influence in your life like that, like I did that really steered me to how to become a Christian, how to be a man of God that changed my thinking from a worldly view to a Christ-like perspective. That really was so key to my life, especially becoming uh, a Christian. And um, like I said, he really taught me the word. And with that, 
it really just changed my foundation with God. It changed my every perspective. It changed how I looked at God. It changed how I looked at people. It changed how I looked at myself. And ultimately, like I said, it changed how I how to live a Christian lifestyle. And with that, I really don't know where I would be now in life if I didn't have that that structure in my life. Would teach someone teach me how to how to apply the word to my life, knowing I had it. Um, so definitely one thing that I when I started to actually he taught me how to read the Bible. I had obviously I had to do it myself. So something that I started doing every single day was I started reading a scripture uh, a chapter every day because he said it was vital to my life now that I'm a Christian to be able to read the Bible and know God's heart. So with that, um, I would use uh, Proverbs 3. I'm going to read this to you guys because this uh, really changed my life. One second. Let's get there. Yeah. Um, So Proverbs uh, 3, 1 through 6 says, My son, do not forget my teachings, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you, Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tables of your heart. Then you will win uh, favor with a good name in God's, in God's sight and man. And trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. With, uh, in his, all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your ways straight. So every single day when I was a freshman, I would, before I went out the door, I woke up every morning I read that scripture I would, before I even went out the door, I would literally get animated with that scripture. I would really, literally wrap a scarf, like an animated scarf around my neck, so that way I would stay in favor with God and man, because God knew I needed it. Even though I was a born-again Christian now, my grades still weren't good, so I definitely need all the favor I could get with my, with my teachers, so, um, but yeah, any, with that, that really just stood at my forefront with keeping the word first. I wanted to be centered on um, being kind and uh, following God's way. Like, that was on my heart always. Like, even if it was gone, maybe it would be gone after, like, the fifth, sixth hours, but at least the first two hours of my day, I'd be in class, I'd be meditating on that scripture, I'd be flipping it up and down in my brain because I just really wanted to do things God's way. So, and even with the verse I, uh, I read earlier with, uh, with Jesus being tempted by Satan, that, that brings another um, point that uh, even Jesus, when he was tempted, he used scripture himself. We all know Jesus did miraculous things he was on earth. He walked on water, he changed um, water to wine, and... But yet, even his in the in the times when he was getting in his most uh, troubled times in his life, he depended on the scripture. He didn't do any miraculous to uh, 
to wow Satan or to be like, hey, Satan, all because I'm the son of God, you know, I can do this or do that in my life. You know, I could do this or that because I'm the son of God. But he stood on the written word. He said that it is written. That's how he won the own victory in his life. If you guys use the word just like Jesus did, he, he did that so that we would know that how to have victory in our own lives by standing on the word of God. When we have trials in our own life, we can say it is written and that has continually, continually uh, fought battles in my life, and I have become victorious. So if you guys don't have a verse that you guys meditate on every day, I think you guys should. If you don't have one, you can have mine, uh, the one in, in Proverbs 3. You should definitely stand on the Scripture every day because that really will change your entire life. It will change your perspective towards God. And with that, I started spending a lot more quality time with the Lord, especially as I, like, I grew really fast um, as a Christian, I feel like. I grew up really quick. One, because I had my friend David. I had influence, and I had a scripture I stood on. Those were the two things that I really, really had that really skyrocketed me off in my faith. I'm not saying I became a super Christian, but, and it was easy, because I had to train my, my body, I had to train my mind, I had to train my flesh how to do these things, how to, you know, I get really lazy, but I would, uh, ultimately, I would force myself to read because I know it's vital to my life. I was knew it was vital to my thinking. And, um, yeah, I didn't bend the scripture to fit my life. I let scripture bend me. That was the biggest thing that, uh, that really sculpted my life, too, was the man I am today, the people that, if you ask, I mean, around Hope or you ask Zach and Crystal, they, they would say that I'm a man of God, not because of what I do, not because of how I help homeless shelters or I give money to people. No, it's because I let the Word of God shape my life. I let it shape me in every aspect. I let it shape my thinking. I let it shape my thinking towards women. I let it shape my thinking towards anything else in life, and that's why... You see the man I am today, not because of how great I can follow the rules of and how to be a goody two-shoe, but I let the Word of God really just bend me and, uh, and really ultimately reshape my thinking. And so, and like I said earlier, like that really reshaped just how I looked at God, how I looked at people, because not being in, not being raised in a Christian household, I mean. You guys know. You guys see the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian. Like some of those guys, not I'm not you know judging anyone, but just judging myself really. Because before then, I had such a worldly thinking of about people. About I didn't give I didn't give no cares about people. You know I only watched my back. I only wanted to do what I wanted. Even in sports, it showed like you know if I had if I was getting looked at by scouts, you know Bio Central, you know I didn't care about other people. I was just hoping I would get looked at, but Really, once I started uh, meditating on the Word, it really, like I said, it changed my entire lifestyle. Um, I care for people. I was like, you know what? I really hope that scout doesn't even look at me. I, I really enjoy playing football so much that, you know, like it, whatever happens, happens. You know, like those guys deserve it. It went from a me-me perspective to a I just stood back and, I, and like humble, really just... I don't know where it came from, but it literally came right in my spirit because I wasn't used to thinking like that at all. 
So I'm, I'm just really thankful that I had the opportunity to have the influences I had. And uh, like I said, I chose to choose the word. Uh, the word never went void in my life, as you can tell. Um, if you ask the people around me, they, they'll see a man of God. Um, I live by it. That's why I, I feel like I am victorious in my personal life because I win my personal battles by standing on the word. I don't run to anyone else. I don't run to Facebook. I don't run to social media. Like, I run to the word of God first. That's where I run. That's where I, my first victory is. Before I run to anybody else, before I ask for prayer, I run to the word of God, like Jesus said, as it is written, and you find your verse in the scripture, and you stand on it till you see your victory. And that's the only place that you should run first. So, um, I don't want to leave you guys with this. Like, God loves you where you're at, but if you have the opportunity to read the Word of God, like, don't be lazy. Like, it's okay with school and stuff, like, but if you have a choice to get in the Word, like, do it. It will not be a waste of time. It is a valuable asset to your life now because if you start now, like, most of you guys in here are what uh, just graduated high school. Some of you are out of high school. I mean, sorry, <laughs> out of, you know, out of college. Oh, my gosh, flip my words. But long story short is today, if you start today, if you start reading the Word, if you start investing time into your relationship with God, I promise you three, four years down the road, just like myself, you will see evidence of God's Word planted in your hearts, deep down in your heart when, when times get hard, when you need to depend on the Lord, he will come through for you guys. I promise, because I started this back in 2011. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm really old, because um, that was my first year at Iowa Central. But, um, yeah, please, please do your very best. At least try to attempt to read. Like I said, you can start with one verse. I started in Proverbs, because Proverbs, is, I think, is pretty easy and pretty practical. Um, like I said, I use that still to this day. I think it's very, uh, it's very a lot of wisdom in that, and there's a lot of uh, understanding that you can get from from the book of Proverbs. And so.